Hola, you're listening to In Your Piel or In Your Skin, a skincare podcast highlighting POCS editions, beauty professionals, and everything in between. I'm your host, Claire, and I'm here to help you feel empowered, find services near you, and learn about other POC beauty professionals that are doing big things in the industry. I'm an esthetician, digital marketer, polyglot, and I'm obsessed with all things globalization and skincare. I founded the brand Beauty Traducia, where I share skincare tips in a multilingual context, and I've met so many amazing estheticians of color in the process. Finding beauty professionals of color is a common struggle on social media, and for this reason, I'm looking to highlight those that may look like you and can resonate with the struggles of being a POC in industries where inclusivity isn't always top of mind. This is a space where I look to share their story, new product launches, and talk about what we love most in the industry. If you're ready to find beauty professionals that can resonate with your story and maybe learn bits of a foreign language when possible, you are on the right show. Hello and welcome to another episode of In Your Piel. I'm really excited today. I found another really cool esthetician on Twitter and I like her vibe. I like her story. So I want to introduce all of you to Kiana. You want to follow her on Twitter. It's underscore Skinnovative. I'm going to put it in the description below. She's a recent grad and I can tell she's going to already accomplish big things in the industry. She has a passion. She loves sharing clinical information. She loves just helping people. And that's what you need to be. That's the, the mindset you need to have as an esthetician. So uh, she's in Stockton, California, for those of you that are in the Northern California area. And yeah, I just want to say welcome, Kiana. I'm so glad you're here. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Absolutely. Why don't we get uh, kick things that- kick things off with you telling us about your skincare journey. Yes, of course. So from the age of 15 to 17, um, I just had regular puberty breakouts, um, Mm -hmm. nothing too major. Um, My doctor just prescribed me some cream and like some wash. She didn't really know much about skincare. She just was like, oh, I'm just going to prescribe you these products um, and that's going to be it. (laughs) So uh, me not knowing better, I used the products, but once the breakouts got better, I just stopped using them. From age 18 to 21, I was in college studying as a nurse practitioner because I always had an interest in the medical field. That was my thing for the longest time. I was in between a nurse practitioner or a doctor, but I was more so leaning towards a nurse practitioner because I'm more so the hands-on person. And doctors, they honestly don't do too much. They come in for like 10 minutes and then they leave. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm just not that type of person. I like to be hands-on. I like to communicate. I like to go deeper. Um, But while I was studying to be a nurse practitioner from age 18 to 21, my acne had heightened and it got like the worst it's ever been. I actually had grade three acne. So it was moderate to severe for sure. Um, And so throughout that time, I did a bunch of research. I started reading different studies. I looked up dermatologists on YouTube. Shout out to Dr. Dre. She's one of my favorites. She's so knowledgeable and she's straightforward. She, because I feel like in this industry, there's a lot of just 
back and forth. And a lot of people focus on trendy products and those aren't always the greatest, you know? And a lot of people just do too much when it comes to their skin, but she's more so just straightforward. Like, Hey, this is what this ingredient is for. And this is why you should use it. Um, and so everything that I was taking in, in terms of information, it started to make sense to me and I kept digging further and I was just really intrigued. And um, the more knowledge I learned, the more I switched up my routine until I finally found what was right for my skin or whatever. Um, And so starting in 2018, I started to realize I loved skin a lot more than what I thought. Um, I also started going to different estheticians. It's hard to find one that works for you, honestly. Mm. Um, All estheticians have their own specialties and stuff. And so um, I had to learn about that, too, because I kind of just thought they were all the same, you know? Mm. Um, Like one esthetician I had, her her specialty wasn't acne, you know? So she didn't really fit my needs, honestly, (laughs) you know? Um, So after that... The industry was just calling my name more and more, but I was still studying to be a nurse practitioner. My major was uh, biology. I ignored those warm feelings I got from the beauty industry because I always loved the medical field. And then so finally, when the pandemic happened and all the craziness and stuff, I finally was just like, you know what, I'm just going to follow this. You know what I mean? It makes no sense to keep thinking about it. And it's something that just kept pulling me over and over, honestly. So I decided to follow it. And um, I went to esthetician school. I joined the program. And as I said, prior to, I already knew a whole bunch of information. So really, I just needed to go get my hours, um, learn the hands-on part and stuff like that and graduate. And so that's what I did. And ever since, I really love my decision. Like, I, I just, I love everything about it. Me too. No, I love I love the industry. And I feel like you're, when you get a good client base, because you're still kind of new, your clients are going to appreciate that you had acne as well. So you mm-hmm. know what it's like to look in the mirror and not feel that great and the fact that you can empathize with them it's gonna build a a better clientele base for you because you're gonna be popular and people are gonna say oh kiana really knows what it's like she might have perfect skin now but it wasn't always that way and she knows how to kind of guide people on the journey mm-hmm. so that's really good um maybe we could talk about um how about we talk about what what do you want to accomplish as an esthetician As an esthetician, my specialty is acne. I really would like to treat moderate to severe acne, being that I struggled with it myself. Mm -hmm. One day I do want to have my own acne clinic, but not until the future or whatever. I still feel like I do have a lot to learn there you always have something to learn you know what i mean you never know it all so while i'm working for someone else i would like to build my knowledge build my skills so that one day i can open my own acne clinic but i definitely have a soft spot for acne clients because i've been there done that i know exactly what it's like to feel like giving up you feel like nothing's working no one understands you know what i mean it takes a toll on your self-esteem as well Um, 
Um, a lot of people don't talk about that aspect of having acne. Not only that, you have people, random people telling you what you should and shouldn't do with your skin when they don't know what to do either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so there is a lot that comes with acne. And I think that being that I have the experience of having acne at one point, um, but not only that, I also have the knowledge. And so that's really my main focus is clients with acneic skin and people who strive to have healthy skin because in a perfect world, there's perfect skin, but that's why a perfect world doesn't but exist. But then we wouldn't you know? have jobs. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I always tell people, you know, healthy skin over perfect skin. There's no such thing. Um, you always want to aim for healthy skin because you can have clear skin in your skin. That doesn't mean your skin is healthy at mm -hmm. all whatsoever, yeah. you know, but you can have healthy skin and still have a couple of blemishes here and there and that's okay but at least your skin is radiant at least your skin is hydrated you know at least you're wearing sunscreen you're protected from the sun at least your skin is washed morning and night you know sure. Thank you. <laughs> awesome maybe we could talk about because i i certainly have things i mean i i like my program when i was in school but there were also some some things that were kind of disappointing to me like i was telling you before we recorded how one of the girls when I was taking my my practical exam she just started crying because like the instructors are mean and they're there to intimidate mm -hmm. you and make sure you don't mess up but I feel like they're they're like psychologically abusing the people that are taking mm -hmm. the test a little bit maybe you could talk about since since you're not you, you are a recent grad but you've been maybe in the industry for a little bit what's something that what that disappointed you cool. yes definitely when it came to state board the proctors in the practical exam are not the best at no. all. I had a proctor that's actually well known, which is not a good thing. She was really rude, really rude, um, very emotional. I feel like they shouldn't be able to show any emotion. Well, you're not supposed to. I feel like they should just be a proctor and read the directions as they say and do their job. You know what I mean? Um, she definitely antagonized us. It was not the best experience ever. I think it shouldn't be allowed because it can really discourage people. Just because you, you can know what you're doing, but you have this proctor that's making you nervous, that's mm -hmm. making faces and stuff like that. And that's very disappointing. And that's yeah. coming from someone that, like, I know my job. I know what to do. And yeah. I know how to sanitize and different rules I have to follow and stuff. But it's not fair, you know? Right. And and for our industry, we're working in spas. We're providing a relaxing experience. For, for, I know I understand, in theory, why they do it the way they do. But it just it makes it a miserable experience while you're in that exam room and you're just second guessing yourself even though you know what you're doing and you know all the procedures and no it just was not good i agree yes it's definitely could change good. they can make it a little bit less psychologically intimidating mm -hmm. i definitely think it needs to be regulated more because i remember after one face she made 
it, I just, I got stressed out when prior to I was doing good, like I knew what to do and my nerves were eased. But after that, um, like I just, I got so nervous. I started getting nervous and I had to really take a step back and breathe. And I'm like, okay, let me sanitize my hands really quick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me breathe. Let me pause. And I had to tell myself, don't get discouraged. You know what I mean? You only have a little bit more time left. Just get through this exam. But also, it just, it shouldn't be allowed. It should be more regulated. Um, during school, that's really all they prepare you for is the state board. That's kind state of board. the only thing they care about, unfortunately. Yeah. No, but that's good. And no one, I, I, part of the reason why I want to do this podcast is I love promoting women of color. But unfortunately, in the industry, there are, there's a long way to go. There's a big big disparity between white estheticians and estheticians of color and it's the same old story they have money we don't they have the clients we don't we they have the support we don't we have to work so much harder than they do and it's so frustrating <laughs> it, it's it's very frustrating that we don't get as much attention yeah as they much, get all the media yeah. and the press kids and all these mm-hmm. things and it's they have the audience for sure and uh-huh. that's something that we have to work so hard for you can be the most knowledgeable esthetician you can be friendly kind and you can have the proof you can have great results before and afters and stuff and you just won't reach the same audience it's ridiculous it's really frustrating but then I don't know there's also all these spa coaches and there's all these scammers out there and it's just geez yeah like, why can't every esthetician just start out with ten thousand? follow 10,000 followers so we can all have that swipe up (laughs) right (laughs) right before starting my social media I didn't know that you had to have a certain amount for the swipe up I was trying to post like a link and I'm like why isn't this thing working and I googled it and Instagram doesn't like small businesses they don't like small accounts Instagram's algorithm sucks I hate it Once again, it's a racial power dynamic at play, so we're at a disadvantage. But that's why I'm doing this podcast, because I want to elevate the voices of those that deserve it and those that work hard and those that have a good attitude. So, that's And that's why, why it was my calling to definitely join, because I think this is a really good idea. We need our own platform. Absolutely. And no, it, it's it's exclusionary, but it also, it's also inclusive. So <laughs> I feel like we need to elevate more voices of the people. That don't get that don't get the the product kits and the all all expense paid vacations and all of the perks that some some people do, but we'll get there and we're gonna do build our own empires and it's gonna be great. We will. We definitely will. I I don't. We don't have a choice. <laughs> we don't have a choice. We gotta keep hustling and we we we'll be our own support group, so we'll be fine. Yes, maybe ma'am, you could I tell agree. us now. Um. Do you want to own your own business? I know you're you're doing it smart. You're starting out, working under somebody else, learning the ropes, getting your confidence and your client book up. But what what do you have planned for maybe five, ten years down the line? 
five to ten years from now I definitely want to have my own establishment I do want it to be an acne clinic um, by then I would have built up my skills and even more knowledge and stuff like that um, one of my favorite brands is face reality they I love face reality yeah it's an so acne good. line mm-hmm. they're so good and not only are they good for everyone they're also good for ethnic skin specifically which I and it's affordable love. Yeah. and it's it's affordable. I I adore them. I, I seriously do. But they have definitely been an inspiration for me, for sure. But that's where I see myself, having my own establishment and working okay. directly with acne clients who feel like-, like there's no way out. That's awesome. No, and I love the I, I, I my favorite part of Twitter is just seeing all the women of color, specifically all the all the black women that are estheticians that are killing it because you guys understand the the specific skin needs of being a beautiful melanated woman. Your exactly. skin is definitely different than my skin, so I feel like you're able to to sympathize with people and gain their trust, and you know what products work because you tried it on your skin. And I just think that's really cool. I think I'm really yes. proud of, of all the women of color that I've interacted with on Twitter. My my favorite ones are the black estheticians so far because you guys are just supportive and hilarious, and <laughs> it's good. We definitely have our own Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping to get. Any anyone welcome on the podcast, but yeah, anyone that can tell a story and anyone that has something to say. So this is why I created this platform. So Thank Kiana, what's next for you and how can we support you? What's next for me would be landing a job. Um, it's already in works, but it's kind of like a surprise. <laughs> but I'll keep everyone updated. Um, yeah. I'm really, really excited. It's something that's definitely in my specialty. So that's amazing. Cool. I'm very hopeful. Um, and besides that, I just want to build my platform come across more people. I want my, my name to be more out there. We already talked about how hard that is for you know, our group of people, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. just going to have to work a little harder. I mean, and- yeah, there's, there's a lot of people that are, that are killing it and they can help it. And honestly, Pinterest is like the hidden secret tool. So if you're listening out there and you want to grow your social media page and you have a blog and you have a website, go on, go on Pinterest. Like it's like <laughs> a specific search engine that it's like killing it for helping people don't like really raise their engagement and all these all these platforms so it, it yeah. takes a while that's why people that's why maybe it's not the most popular because it doesn't give immediate results but it's really cool and like it if is you put cool. in the work you'll see you'll see the see the results mm-hmm. I have seen that on Pinterest how they have their own little like business category now it is kind of confusing but I've heard that it can take you far for sure yeah awesome yeah maybe I don't know. Maybe I can like come up with like, cause I, I have like a marketing background too. So I'm trying to think of like how I can help people further, but that's for another time. That's not for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Kiana, this is great. And yeah, hopefully in the future, anyone that's in the Northern California area can come visit you and we'll definitely I'll follow you on social media and you're going to do great things. I love your, your attitude and I can tell you're going to be a really good esthetician. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. New episodes are posted every Friday. And yeah, stay tuned. Good things are coming. Bye. I hope that this episode was both entertaining and informative for you. 
Expect new episodes every Friday, so make sure you subscribe and check out my social media pages at Beauty Traducida for daily skincare content. Also, let me know if you or someone you know would like to be featured in a future episode. We would love to hear your story.